Hello, and welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm your host, Bryce. I'm not your host, Bradley. I am also not your host, Randy. Well, I mean, we're all technically like co-hosts, right? So, like, I take no responsibility for this. This <laughs> oh, is all wow. you. <laughs> wow, do you have such little you faith in me and my my podcast crafting ability that you're just no, I don't have, the bus? I, I got my name such, on this. Yeah, and I just want to expedite and and exemplify my laziness so i don't want to take part i'll have you know that you've invested all of your retirement funds into the company stock so oh no i already knew i wasn't gonna make it to retirement so Uh, it's sitting at a a sharp and crisp 0.5 cents right now nice yes hey go get a worth worth something that's nice (laughs) oh my goodness but anyway uh we're going to talk about something much more valuable today. We're going to be going to the exciting and in terms of the internet, very ancient world of Minecraft. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Compared to the internet. I mean, it's pretty close to the same age, right? It is an old game. I remember back in the day, first time I ever heard about Minecraft was when I was in school and somebody printed out on the school printer a walkthrough of Minecraft. And I walked up to the oh printer and I was like, God. what the heck is this? I was so confused because they printed it out and then left. They just walked oh, away. There was just like Minecraft. There was just like like 10 or 20 documents of just this and like on the front <laughs> that header said Minecraft. I was like, what the heck is that? I was so what confused. What is Minecraft? Uh, they had like and the like block letters and whatnot. I was so confused. Oh my so gosh. Funny. I know Jeez. this is gonna sound like really like heathenistic of me oh, and you we're monster. all like we're all like of age a, to where like this was like what we grew up with right like this is like a safe everyone... space you can talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm about to get attacked for this but i've only played like 20 minutes of minecraft and i uh yeah i don't Craziest know how you 20 minutes that. of your life i have no idea how you like dodge the right. the waves of just Seriously. frenzies of minecraft you know well because i grew up in a household with like little to no technology so brad was crouching protecting himself with books from the onslaught of minecraft he's too busy churning the butter at his uh-huh. house yeah that's not a euphemism that's to, to be taken literally <laughs> literally yes literally making like, butter i had to run like on the the treadmill to keep the electricity on and everything <laughs> oh that's wake why up and milk the cows in the morning and evening <laughs> It's a. It's pretty hard to run and play Minecraft at the same time. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> so like I so like I didn't like get into video games, and even then I wasn't really into video games until I was True. like a senior in high school, and then like even then it was like twenty minutes a day, and I thought that was a lot. And Dang, then dude. now I'm Jeez. a lot more. But it's yeah, so like, that was. Brain. So <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't ever have the chance really. So man, that's crazy. Like seriously, just the lore that I learned about you, man just yeah. explain so much <laughs> but anyway honestly uh, as i was researching minecraft i was curious as to like exactly how old minecraft was and minecraft it, it, was still around well yeah but mm-hmm. minecraft like the the base like first public edition was released on may 17th of 2009 dude oh really dang yeah, that's like um, that's what like that's like twelve and a half years ago. That is an old game. I, I mean, know, like, right? Like the OG video game, <laughs> like as far as like of like the modern era. I don't know. Like it's definitely like the OG like uh survival sandbox kind of simulator. Yeah, like, don't thing, don't like know? like uh pong like stands. Don't come after me when I said that. Like I meant. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more. You know what I meant. Or whatever you know. Yo, Batman Arkham Asylum also came out in that same year. Oh, what a oh pop in here. So did Borderlands 1. What hey, a pop in here. Holy. Man, I was curious as to what other games were coming out in the same era. That's crazy. League of Legends came out in 2009. Oh my gosh. Dude, oh, man. What do you think will die first? Minecraft or League of Legends? Oof, that is such a... The two I, titans I wanna... battling it yeah. out. I don't know if I want to put my hat to that ring. Minecraft was looking a little winded there for a second, but yeah. it's back stronger than ever recently. I got the second wind, but the same can be said about League with uh, Arcane. So 
I think they're I, both I mean, the league has always been like incredibly profitable and like huge. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the the player base, the influx of players was kind of stagnating, but they Well, I think I think the thing that's keeping that will keep league around is the fact that it's got like tournaments and stuff where Minecraft doesn't have True. like a professional league or whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah. Best they got is speedrunners, but not that those are like speedrunning Minecraft. It's not like a full so crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back to our topic at hand. Um, so we are a podcast that usually delves into like monsters and lore. And so do you guys think that Minecraft is lore? It's kind of it's got plenty of monsters the room. But I don't I know nothing of the lore. I mean, I'd say for a game that's been around since 2009, it's probably gained some, but I don't know if that's more like sure. fan base made or like creator made. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like 90% of it has got to be like retroactive lore that they've like added oh, in sure. after the fact. I doubt oh. they were making this game in 2009 with a whole backstory to it. Yeah, 100%. Like, base Minecraft was very well base and uh, <laughs> barren a Great little point. bit. But the answer to like whether or not Minecraft has lore, I think we were getting on some like really good points about like, does it really count if it's like community based right. or like, uh, like retroactive lore that are people just reading too much into different things? So we'll get into like all those topics today. Um, awesome. But yeah, I mean, like Minecraft, whether or not it has lore is not entirely straightforward, like we've been saying. Um, even though, you know, Minecraft is one of the most influential video games probably of all time, um, and it's still constantly evolving and updating and growing bigger and more ambitious in this vision to create a fully customizable experience, as well as create a world that feels alive and vibrant. So like you're saying, Randy, like a lot of that lore seems like it might be kind of added in secondhand or retrospectively. Because, like, as they've added in more monsters, and especially, I mean, I don't know specifics, but, like, from what I understand, as they've added in more bosses specifically, those bosses have introduced more lore into the game than, yeah. like, just, like, the run-of-the-mill monster would have, so. Because <laughs> you got you got to think about it. Like, I mean, if you look at literally anything, right? If you look at Star Wars, I'm just throwing that in there because I have to talk about it once every episode. <laughs> yeah, like, you it or, like Magic the Gathering or anything, right? When it first comes out, I, I mean, you have to know that most of like any of the creators, George Lucas, creator of Magic, whatever, um, they don't like they want to go into this thinking that'll right. be big, enough, but you, I mean, you have to just you you just don't know, right? Especially right. like. Yeah. Like in Star Wars, it came out in the 70s. We didn't know much about space. We don't have much, you know, like things about space other than like Star Trek, which that's another thing. But like they don't go into it with here's tons of lore. Here's all of this right, right away, because if it fails, then, you know, like I just wasted my entire life. So you go yeah. into it with just just enough. And then I think pretty much anything is going to be kind of retroactive like let's build upon this smaller base and i think minecraft is going to be the exact same that like that just i feel like the best way to do it because once you do that you can then build upon it instead of just doing something without any critiquing any community input and then it yeah be not as good and i think when you get yeah. a lot of people in the project it gets better yeah like uh if you want to kind of compare like minecraft to another uh like i guess a toy or a game it's kind of like legos right oh there's tons of lore behind legos (laughs) well i mean like with legos you could essentially make up your own lore right is that you can make your own unique character you can make it your own world and stuff like that and so like minecraft is a lot in like the same way in that you can really kind of create anything that you want and so, like, perhaps the lore is in the same way of anything that you want it to be. Like, of course, there's, like, there's bosses, you know, like, right. there's the Ender Dragon, which is the OG boss. And then you have, like, uh, the Wither, which is actually the topic of our discussion today. Oh, um, and then there's also, like, the Evoker, which is a bit more new. And then the newest one, I believe, is called the Warden. You know? I haven't and heard so, of either of those two. I'm not going to lie, good. I didn't know that there was bosses until this very moment. Oh, man. <laughs> they're, uh, they're pretty fun. They're pretty fun. But, you know, it's just like, 
it's interesting because if you treat those like Legos and you fit them into your own story world in any way that you want to be, it's almost like creating your own lore, right? True. Which is like a very interesting concept that I think is like sandbox games lore, you know? Yeah. And it's like it gives the community an opportunity to kind of mold the story around what they find interesting. And mm-hmm. as like certain people in the community starts like gravitate towards one idea then the developers can be like okay let's really focus in on that because people see enjoy that yeah absolutely. be more curated to what people need or want in like the the community for like minecraft lore actually is a lot bigger than i initially realized so like when i was going into this episode i was thinking i was going to do this on like a couple different bosses but then as i dove into the weather specifically I just fell down this freaking rabbit hole of just this super deep lore. And like, that's is mostly thanks to like a lot of community members that theorize pretty well. Like, I think I might just give a shout out real quick to a couple of the ones that I found post some very interesting like ideas. Nice. And so that'd be like two YouTube channels, which was, of course, the game theorist, you know, gotta love it. Yeah, he always does pretty good, interesting videos on different video games and whatnot. And then also there was one called Retro Gaming Now, which also gave some very interesting ideas, and we'll go over some of those as we progress forward. I've never heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely do. They make some pretty quality content. But uh, as we dive into any lore... I think it's very important to first know who are you in the story. You know, who who are you? Who do you play in Minecraft? You know, Steve. That's That's correct. Yeah, and that is like, and the short and sweet answer is that your character's like canon name is Minecraft Steve. You can also be Minecraft Alex as well. Oh, that's right. They did introduce the other one. Yeah. Is the first name Minecraft, last name Steve, or is it? Just like... <laughs> well, I think it's just like. Uh... No, it's I the mean, Mario like, situation like, where they're just like Steve, title. Steve. Well, is it like title name? Um, like, is he the Minecraft? Well, I think it's because <laughs> like Steve and Alex are such like just normie names, you know, that like if you're just talking about them, you want to you got to specify what world they're coming from, you know? And what okay. kind of like titan of building power you're actually talking about. Ah, true. So that way when someone's dressing up as Steve for Halloween, then it makes more sense. When it's you say Minecraft, Minecraft Steve. Steve, it's like, oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. When you just say Steve, you're like... <laughs> yeah, and not just your college your roommate. Your neighbor? Like, yeah, okay. Your freshman year. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But if we take what we know of just from like simple observation in the game of what we know about your character. We know that you're dropped in the middle of nowhere with nothing to your name. You have nothing in your inventory at all. And it really doesn't expound upon that any further, you know, is that it gives no backstory to you, gives no backstory to the world or anything else. But one of the great things about Minecraft and its strong suit is that as you explore the world around you, you may be able to pick up on some little context clues and see some strange things that might be happening that might give us a bigger kind of glimpse at what the picture is in the situation. True. Now, you may it, this may have just been a choice of words just for effect, but you did say specifically that you're dropped into the world, which I mm-hmm. I've never thought about until you just said it, but like it is true that when you start out the game, you can like start the game out in like literally the center of a continent like nowhere near water whereas like it would kind of make sense if you started near water and then it's like oh you just like shipwrecked and woke up on the edge of the water and now you're just like kind of living out your life but you can just literally start the game in the middle of nowhere so it does kind of seem like something or someone or somehow you just instantly were dropped into the center of the world rather than like yeah you just kind of washed up out of nowhere unless you were like i guess hallucinating and showed up there (laughs) i imagine also like if you really wanted to get into it like maybe your character's backstory is depending on where you spawn right true and that there are like pre-built like shipwrecks that you can just stumble upon in the world and then if you're spawned next to one of those 
maybe canonically in your own head lore is that your character yeah. shipwrecked there. Or if you just spawn in the middle of a village or near a village, maybe you're just uh, a like orphan child taken in by the village, I guess. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Now I kind of want to see if there's like entire servers of Minecraft that's just like total play. Like they just have their own communities and like everyone's got their own backstory of what they were doing and whatnot. Oh, like I Minecraft role playing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there exists. is, but everyone's just got their own backstory and they're just living in a community of doing whatever. Oh, that is a fun. pretty people interesting idea. In, people do that in GTA all the time, so. Oh I'm yeah, sure they've got it in Minecraft. Oh my gosh, role playing servers! I imagine they're just absolute gems. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm so curious, honestly. <laughs> uh-huh. They've got to be very fun. Yeah, but uh, so as you explore the world uh, around you in Minecraft, you may search and search, but curiously, you can find absolutely no other people like you. Sure, you can find Nobody like a. Me. Yeah, you can find like a village full of villagers, but the villagers are notably different than you. Like just going off of appearance, they have tall, bald heads with bulbous noses, and their communication is, is extremely limited. Basically, only to like uh, squidward grunts, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they've got the nose to match, so. Yeah, really. I wonder if that was like a coincidence or if that was intentional. I, I want to believe it was intentional. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, though. But one of the most curious things about the world that you live in is that as the sun sets, things get pretty weird. You quickly find out that this world you live in has a undead infestation. You then will be braided by various zombies, skeletons, horrifying creepers, and mysterious endermen. That are all looking to tear you apart before the sun rises again. So it's kind of interesting how like this undead infestation the the Minecraft world has is like as you're playing it, it just feels natural, like part of the yeah. world. You know, it doesn't seem like this like apocalyptic thing that's going on or anything else. It's just it's really kind of interesting how like overlooked this like undead infestation really is, you know. That's a good point. I've never really, like, it's just like, it might be just because after playing several video games, you kind of get used to it. And that's just like, oh, yeah, monsters spawn. Okay, mm-hmm. there they are. And they come out at night. Okay, that makes sense. So I've never really thought about it. But yeah, it is kind of strange. This is a, a world that's being attacked by mon- legions of monsters at night, which is, it, it's very much more terrifying than I've ever given it credit. yeah it's like so interesting because like if you think about like other video games that center around like uh zombie apocalypses or whatever it's always like the main center focus point but it seems like this is just kind of like a side point which is like (laughs) the weirdest thing i've I've thought well also just like if you think about like other video games right like a zombie apocalypse like you're saying the people in that world are constantly living in fear you know they've mm-hmm. adjusted their lives to match the circumstance but in this world in minecraft right the villagers that you come upon you yourself are just living a normal life for the most part i mean depending yeah. on like what you try to do but like there's people that build there's villages that have homes with farms and they're just kind of hanging out and then whenever that you know that apocalypse of things happens like every single night they just go in their houses and lock the door and just kind of hang out yeah. And they just don't seem like just the world doesn't seem affected because is it just so normalized? Is it, you know, like. Yeah. Crazy? Or is it just like a fact of life and that this yeah. world is just kind of terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but as you grow stronger and search out new loot and materials, you probably will also stumble upon grandiose structures. Uh, we talked about shipwrecks before, but there are also like temples in the jungle, desert and under the sea as well as huge mine shafts that spin like great distances. You can get lost in those things like forever. <laughs> those those things suck. They're <laughs> but they're so good for loot, man. Away. Yeah, but you're all you're never gonna get back with that loot. You're always oh, gonna die. I don't know. Lost forever. I, I seem to have pretty decent luck with them if I can find them, but they can be ex- incredibly like uh, 
you just get turned around in them so easily. Yeah. That's my life. But the most interesting fact about all of these structures is that they're seem to be very long abandoned. Yeah. Like nobody's living in these, even though it seems like they spent a significant amount of time crafting these and put much care into them. Is that you you can't find anybody that seems to have built these things. So Maybe strange. It's the villagers. But the thing about the villagers is that if you look at their villages, is that they're so simple. Maybe you know, they used they have, to be more advanced, and then all of the zombies... They regressed? And, yeah, maybe the zombie apocalypse that's been hitting the world has regressed them into a more, like, just townsfolk-centered, like, not the branching explorers that they used to be. Um, that is possible. That is a theory that could be, you know, that's right, very interesting. Spoil the theories. No, actually, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that one before, but that is an interesting theory, is that the villagers just, they can't build those grandiose things before had to abandon them because of the zombie like infestation. But I do think this is like the pivotal question for like Minecraft lore. And it's like talked a lot about in the community. There's many like theories and whatnot is that who built these structures and where did they go? And as I researched this question, man, (laughs) the the rabbit hole goes deep is all i can say i can't imagine like uh i watched several videos on like minecraft icebergs as well and man there's icebergs in the game well it's just like the (laughs) proverbial like iceberg you know of like theoretical okay yeah i I, I put a picture in the notes but (laughs) that makes sense yes okay Yeah, I, I forget I have to specify that. But it, like for anybody who doesn't know, like the iceberg is just basically like you. It's basically like uh, you can think of it layers. as yeah, layers of increasing depth and almost like gotcha. of layers of like sinisterism. I don't think that's a real word, but it just increase. No. no, it'd be like a maliciousness. Maybe yeah, could be a, another word. That just increases as you go deeper and deeper and deeper, and you explore like the depths of how far that iceberg really goes into the depths of the ocean. It starts out so as like speak. a really kindly thing of like, oh yeah, the the villagers were doing it, and then it ends with like, oh yeah, there's actually like giant eldritch gods that have been ruling this world, and, like yeah, controlling it's like, everything. <laughs> it's like everybody knows about like here, Brian from right, uh, oh, yeah. Minecraft, except for Brad because I don't Surprise. think Brad knows, but to uh, he is a scrub, but uh, according <laughs> well, to like playing, Minecraft, I was myself. <laughs> not, not. Oh, here Brian's a scrub too. I guess you guys can be scrubs together. Um, nice, nice. But in terms of like Minecraft, like folklore, this was kind of like one of those myths that would be perpetuated around like your middle school or whatever. As yeah, be like, yo, I saw Hero Brian, man. He stared me down. He blew up my Minecraft world. It was crazy. And that's but, how you learned who was a liar. Yeah, so like that would be something kind of like surface level, and then like at the very bottom, and like just the absolute weirdness would be like Notch's like secret room in his mansion or whatever that's rumored to exist. Notch being the creator of Minecraft, man. And this guy, that that secret room, if this is like one of the deep dark secrets of Minecraft, must be a scary, terrifying room. If that's what being hidden behind all of these lies i want to know what's in the room oh man i i forget if there was actually any truth to that but (laughs) it's incredibly interesting nonetheless you're telling me that there might not actually be a hidden room basement this feels i feel like i was baited i don't know man i don't want to besmirch the good name of notch if if there's nothing to it but you know um also like minecraft lore goes really deep itself is like really when you start researching it or you want to learn about it it's really how deep do you want to dig into like every nook and cranny every like placement of block every pixel basically but um the most predominant theory for the question that we had posed before which was uh who built those structures is a it's theorized that an ancient race of great builders existed Whoa. doing a lot of episodes on like 
precursor races lately honestly it's it's a yeah. big thing in games i don't know I, it's a huge general. thing i like i remember like uh in the destroyer episode that i did last uh we gave several examples yeah. and this was not one of them but i think this no. might be like one of the greatest examples of it <laughs> it's one that i never even thought of but yeah you're right like it's so is. wild man but For just sure. like come with me on this like journey as we explore this but it's like <laughs> Um, so as we've made it clear, the ability to build in Minecraft is seemingly unique to yourself, or at least it is currently true. Um, I mean, Enderman can pick up blocks and put them back down, which might be getting at something, but all of these ancient structures and their great creations probably were built by like an ancient race of people that are currently gone off the face so, of minecraft land yes so then is that implying that the villagers didn't actually build the villages that they're living in and they're just like like squatters <laughs> well, they're like well, Ewoks t- that just moved in and lived <laughs> like lived in someone else's house well it's more like uh villagers are like uh not smart enough to build the great structures and also okay. like why would the villagers not live in those structures sure know? So they can still, it's still possible that the villagers did build the villages they're in. It is they just a possibility. Build the incredible things that we have seen. Like, yeah, I definitely think they, they built small the villages. Things, not big. Okay. Yeah, I think they definitely built the villages, but not these like grandiose things okay. that actually have like working traps in them. Does that right. imply that you as the player are like the last surviving ancient builder? Oh no. my goodness, Brad. Uh, is spoilers. it? What do you think? The spoiler, you just gave away the ending. (laughs) The punchline. You gotta warn Um, somebody about that. (laughs) What do you think, man? Are you? I mean, you're the only person that can build grandiose structures. Well, not myself, specifically, because I can't. Yeah, I can't either, but but some people, you know. I built a dirt house, so. Other other Minecraft Steves, you know. I'm kind of still at villager level, I guess. I think I might be beneath villager level, honestly. Like, sometimes I look at their houses, I'm like, that looks so nice. That's way better than my literal rectangle with the door. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, like, that is kind of like a rabbit hole that you could go down of, like, who really are you are you like a descendant of a precursor race or did they perhaps create you to help solve their problems but then you like didn't wake up until after they were gone or perhaps you were the one that destroyed them i don't know (laughs) who knows god slayer you've heard of king (laughs) slayer but have you ever heard of god slayer (laughs) yeah for real the question still remains, even if they built those structures, of like what happened to them. And if we go further, and as you progress further through the game of Minecraft, we know that the world of Minecraft has several seeming alternate dimensions or planes of existence. Um, and if oh, you've explored, yeah. yeah, if you've explored those, you- <laughs> I was that? amazed for a second there. I was like, really? Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't initially <laughs> think of them as like different dimensions but it's actually like kind of like mind-boggling like yeah you're like oh let me go to like the nether or the end and like those being the two alternate dimensions that live in the game or are in the game um both of which are very barren and inhospitable places that you probably would not want to live in but interestingly enough as you explore those places you can find uh once again great structures like in the nether there's fortresses and in the end there's end cities and these are massive structures that can sprawl on for significant distances and are just very intricate and it's interesting so it's also theorized that these uh ancient race of builders also traveled to these other dimensions uh maybe for various reasons whether that's to glean resources from them or perhaps even to escape something true but if we are to believe that uh, all these structures are built by the same race it's interesting to know uh, why they would build or why they'd go to these terrible places one uh, 
theory that I came across is that they were escaping the zombie infestation of the undead, is that they went to other dimensions to see if they could escape it, and because it was just becoming too overwhelming on the overworld, and that if they could seek refuge in the nether or in the end, then perhaps that'd be a better existence. Yeah, because those both locations are just havens of paradise. I know, I know. Normally in the... Normally in the game, like those places are significantly harder and more inhospitable, but perhaps it was more inhospitable, more hospitable for them. I think maybe better solution is just dig really far down and put a lot of light everywhere. Keep uh, yourself safe from the darkness rather than dig to a, go to another dimension and deal with a lava pool ridden world. So that is like really interesting is that like, Perhaps a zombie infestation is not a good enough reason for them to go to a different dimension, you know? I would say possibly. Unless, like what you were saying, well, a side theory that I just was wondering about is what if the the other dimensions, the nether and the end, were where they used to live, and then that world just got so destroyed and then they messed it up that they came to this world and they just have been Mm -hmm. bouncing between worlds. Oh my goodness, man. All these theories. This is what I'm talking about with like Minecraft. Is there's just so many different ways you can go with the lore. It's like it's digital Legos. You just build whatever is, you want. It's so <laughs> crazy, but I did think it was interesting in one of your theories, Randy, that you said that uh why not just dig down and create like a fortress? Yeah. And in yeah. the game, they there are these like abandoned fortresses called like strongholds deep underground. That's true. And so it's like Perhaps they were running away from something even worse than a zombie infestation. Dang. What could be worse than a zombie infestation? Well, I can't say the word. <laughs> it, it, it. It, it might be the weather, honestly. What? It's like and, full circle. Oh my goodness, yeah. I never saw this coming. <laughs> and so uh, to talk about the weather, we first need to know about... Uh, where it probably originates from which is interesting because the thing about the wither is that it's constructed i was just having that confusion and so you can construct that really anywhere that you want but at least most of the resources that you get to construct it are from the nether which is one of those alternate dimensions right and the nether uh, is a hellish domain with seas of lava endless mountains of ever-burning stone uh, bizarre glowing forests and plains of sand that are compressed of ever cr- screaming souls. So it's really just a wonderful place. It, it sounds great. It's like Willy Wonka's factory, but <laughs> but from hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this place is just absolutely wonderful, and it's interesting to note that um, in the Nether, there's also these huge fossils of. Presumably long extinct creatures, because there's nothing in the game that could really make those fossils, except for perhaps maybe an ender dragon. But they don't exist in the nether, at least not anymore. Not currently. You know, perhaps there was a cousin of them that lived in the nether or something. Or perhaps the nether was more hospitable to massive creatures in the past. And then a drought or a massive volcano eruption led to their extinction. Extinction. uh, saying brother from another nether. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> brother from another nether. Whatever, man. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so I'm bad. Gonna, I'm going to copyright that. It's mine now. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so the nether is just like an awful place. I mean, there's like also um, like these flying ghosts. That Those just things fly are the worst. I freaking hate them, man. Every time they're you hear so like terrible. they're like shrill little scream like, yeah. noise or whatever, man, you're like searching around, combing Seriously. the skies, trying to look for them. You it never find me. it. Yeah, no, it, they're they're always screaming from like two miles away, and you're like they're not even close to you, but they're still you can hear them. But it always reminds me of from the uh, the Chronicles of Narnia movie in one of the battle scenes they the enemy starts shooting a bunch of arrows and one of the allies yells to look at the skies. And anytime the wither shows up, that's what it reminds me of. Like just searching the skies, trying to find the arrows that are raining down. 
Yes, sorry, not the wither. I mean, wither as well. But <laughs> I, I mean, the wither is too. But wither. Yeah. Yes, I'm at the yeah. gas. But <laughs> anytime he shows up, I'm just searching the skies, trying to find <laughs> where they are and how to get away from them. Mm-hmm. The worst. Oh, man. Absolute worst. But if that wasn't like the absolute worst, there's also like a bunch of other awful creatures in the nether. Some of the least uh, awful are uh, called piglins. And they also have a zombified counterpart. And both of these have a curious fixation on gold. But they're interesting in that I believe, at least for the piglins, if you're wearing like a gold piece of armor, they won't attack you. Um, Whereas with the zombie pigmen, uh, as long as you don't attack them, then they won't like rain hell upon you with their golden swords, which is good. So the the zombie versions are technically more kind more, and less yeah. hostile than the normal versions that feels yeah backward. it does feel backward that's so weird and it's that, so like, confused if that's because we're is... in another world yo Sorry, i'm done i'm done <laughs> i hope you're done man <laughs> yo no i'm loving these keep them coming this is <laughs> don't encourage him it's the connections i need <laughs> oh my gosh but it's, it's interesting because like um if the zombie infestation did spread to the nether, and this is like the result of it, then, which doesn't really make a lot of sense because then the zombie pig, uh, pigmen don't attack you immediately. It's just so. proof of how hostile the nether is that everything is so angry there that when they become zombified, they become nicer now <laughs> rather than meaner. <laughs> it's like upside the normal world. Upside down have. world, you know? Yeah. Zombie infestation is actually a good thing in the Nether. Everything becomes super calm, relaxed, nice. <laughs> it's because they can finally like, oh, I can finally lay to rest. This is so <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't have to like go scrounging around in the fungal forest for like a little Seriously. scrap of food or whatever. Yeah, or watch out for the ground under me giving way into a pot of lava or whatever. Oh my goodness, absolutely terrifying. Yikes. But uh, there is one other significant resident of the nether that uh, we should probably talk about. And this is the um, formidable wither skeleton. They appear as charred black skeletons wielding jagged stone stone swords. And they're unique in that they inflict a deadly poison-like status uh, named wither. And this withering status is interesting because it blacks out like your health bar, so it's really hard to tell where your health is at. Yeah. And it like just saps your life force and can kill you. It's the worst. It, it, I, like, I wonder which one was named first, the wither skeletons or like or the wither the creature or the effect that they both inflict on you being the wither was the was like the poison death effect created first and then we'll mm-hmm. like, this is called withering and then a creature came around that could do it or vice versa that is super interesting to see and i'd love to know that for sure yeah i do know that there are only three sources of like wither withering in the game i think naturally maybe there's i think there's actually like a potion that can do that but but that's not really natural you made that you have to yeah you made that exactly kind of feels like a lab experiment gone wrong that made a creature that could do it man will you stop explaining this episode i'm sorry i didn't mean to i'm sorry (laughs) man you're just like just actually like so in sync with the like the lore man turns out i'm actually a secret like huge fan of minecraft lore and decided that i wanted to not tell you and just spoil everything just ruin my episode (laughs) oh that's hilarious though but um before we get to that uh, and back right. to the uh, wither skeletons <laughs> is that there is a chance that if you kill them, they will drop their skull for you to collect. And if you take four blocks of that screaming soul sand that we talked about before and you make a tea with that and then you take three of those skeleton skulls and you place them on top, you will create the terrible creature that we've been talking about and it is also one of the most formidable and deadly in Minecraft. This being the, the Wither. So, so why do people go out of their way to create these things? <laughs> exactly. Why? <I'm>, uh, <laughs> they're crazy. 
the 20 minutes that i played i was like building a house and like trying to farm <laughs> yeah no to, to give you a little bit of a scale of um how formidable this guy is i think he has like 300 hearts Oof. yeah like which 300 more than i have <laughs> one <laughs> which is actually i think the the largest amount of hearts out of any vanilla mob in the game including the ender dragon he has more health than the ender i believe so honestly oh, wow. I he's a I think altogether he's considered a tougher fight than the Ender Dragon. Oh. I mean, I always just thought I was bad, and that's why he was tougher. But because I mean, to give you a little bit of a breakdown of the fight and how this guy moves and what he does, uh, so after assembling all these pieces uh, of the Wither, he then becomes invulnerable as it grows to his full size and reaches his true form of a terrifying charred skeletal creature, similar to the Wither wither skeletons but this one is comprised of three heads with the middle one being the largest and then it also has a rib cage under that and that's pretty much it yeah pretty much it he's a, he's a pretty simple design but honestly i think very terrifying just to think yeah. about and i kind of love like those uh like more realistic renditions of like minecraft creatures oh, that's Dave, honestly <laughs> anything but steve but like i've seen renditions horrifying to look at yeah i've seen renditions of like the creepers and of the wither and of the ender dragon and they're all just like super cool and but uh after he reaches his full size and looks like his basically his final form he then will emit a gruesome sound and explode for massive damage Neat fact is that this is actually one of the most powerful explosive blasts in the game, surpassing that of a charged creeper. Bet. Which the charged creeper is basically like a super creeper that has been struck by lightning, I believe. Yeah. And it will then, the wither will then begin its rampage of terror. It's a fitting word for it. Yeah. Rampage of terror. <laughs> Honestly. Is that, um, so. The moment that a wither is summoned as well, the sky overhead will darken, allowing undead creatures to freely roam about while the battle progresses. Because undead creatures normally burn in sunlight, but he kind of like creates a uh, almost like an overcast sky or just like darkens the atmosphere, which is very oppressive, honestly. Very. And depressing. <laughs> yeah. He then will then. Uh, relentlessly pursue the player or any living creature destroying anything and everything in his path. There are actually very few blocks that can stand up to the wither's destructive force. Like I remember actually when uh, I thought that obsidian was blast proof, you know, to everything. Yeah. But apparently, not? apparently it's not Oh, like, well, uh, there goes my plan. Yeah. Obsidian is not one of the, uh, blast or the weatherproof bricks that you can use dang so like it's basically the only thing the bedrock at the so there is the bedrock and then there is like command blocks of course of and course. then there's the end portal frame oh he can't destroy those he cannot destroy the end portal oh. frame which is very okay. interesting I'm gonna build a house out of those you can't oh, come man. near me if only you could build out of those right yeah but uh the wither as it goes around destroying everything it will fire like those same black wither skulls used to create it as well as an occasional more deadly blue wither skull and all of these inflict the withered status just adding up to a terrible fight against him like you really got to be kitted up to like take on this guy also, in some versions of the game, the Wither had passive health regeneration as well as instantly healing a portion of its health when it killed something. I uh, hate this. That. Yeah, but it's very neat. For, hmm? Sorry, does that count for like the mobs that are running around, like the yes. enemies as well? That's stupid. Yeah, but it just That's kind of adds to, to his like uh, necromantic theme, right? I mean, and sure, just, absolutely further goes to prove that he's kind of like this unstoppable destructive force true true i mean as as annoying as it is to to combat i have fought him a couple of times in 
I don't know how many times I've fought the wither, but at least a few times. And I don't think I've ever really noticed him doing that. So I guess it's not really that big of a annoyance to mm-hmm. come across, but the idea of it is just stupid and very powerful. I don't, I don't think he gains too much health, Fun. but okay. I guess if he like flew over to your chicken farm, it could be oh, problematic. Oh, no, not the chickens. <laughs> not my chicken tendies. Yeah. But uh, that is interesting that you say, though, Randy, because like I remember like we've played some Minecraft together a, a couple of times. Um, most of it's been modded and we're talking about True. vanilla, meaning no mods, just the base game that as you buy it and, and ice cream everywhere. Yeah. And uh, as we fought the weather, we've always been like kind of overpowered for the game. So it True. hasn't posed too much of a problem. But at the same time, compared to anything else in the base game, he is quite difficult. Yeah, I do not really enjoy fighting him in base game Minecraft because of that, because there's no real way to get more like stronger than he is, like no way to get overpowered. And so Mm -hmm. it's always going to just be like a very painful fight to get past him. So, yeah, that is very true. Very true. It's awful. But uh, another neat, interesting fact is that when he kills uh, anything a wither rose is created in its place and these huh. withered roses inflict withering if stepped on and will also create more wither skeletons over time Whoa. this seems to almost create like a rudimentary life cycle for the wither you know this that the wither kills living things creates these uh, wither roses the wither roses uh, create wither skeletons who then will go and kill more things and then they will drop their skulls, and then you can make more withers with them. So, dang, just absolutely so, terrible. Theoretically, I mean, you were saying earlier that like they're manufactured; these aren't like a naturally spawning creature, mm-hmm. generally. Um, but theoretically, if someone were to summon a wither in the nether, or or I guess somewhere that there's a lot of soul sand, theoretically, they could accidentally spawn one on the like on their own because the wither would go around killing a bunch of stuff generating wither skeletons they would be dropping their heads and then those heads could just accidentally line up on soul stand and create a new one i mean i think it'd probably be like the most coincidental thing in the world but theoretically it could happen uh theoretically i suppose but at the same time i guess you'd have to have that natural formation of the t of soul sand and then also Wither skeletons are normally found in wither in nether fortresses, which are not on like the plains of soul sand. So sure, sure. it would but, like, be if you summon one in rare. nether, it could do it on a, like by just roaming around the world in, in the nether. If Theoretically. In the nether. Which is just terrible. Mm-hmm. You just end up you leave the nether, come back, and there's like twelve of them running around. It's like, oh no. Yeah, just just close that portal, you mm-hmm. know. Guess that place That's is bad. doomed. That dimensions scrapped yeah but uh so after falling to half health the the wither will summon several wither skeletons to its aid and will increase its armor causing it to become invulnerable to arrows and then it will attempt to also charge down the player so it just gets like angry and Hmm. even more difficult to fight same. But uh, after you defeat the Wither, if you defeat the Wither, it will emit a powerful explosion again and drop one of the rarest materials in the game, another star. So, Brad, you did ask why you would create this thing. I did. Well, I'm still not convinced. Like, why <laughs> the heck would you create this like horrible monstrosity? And this is the reason. It's another star. And this uh, another They're star... Pretty is a shining gem-like object used to create a beacon. A beacon is a structure that constantly emits powerful buffs to surrounding players. So it's not the most useful in the game, but in terms of like lore-wise, I think it's it's pretty like powerful. Smart, true. This is interesting. Also, could you imagine proposing to someone with rather than a diamond, a wither star on the ring? Man. I, I mean I- You'd fight a wither for that. What girl would, it, would say no to a wither star ring? Would it like uh would it give you buffs? Or I would be <laughs> no. worried it'd do something weird, like suck out your soul or something. Yeah, you know? I mean 
but it's pretty so maybe it's worth it yeah i don't know i i think i would say no <laughs> but uh as we've been talking about before the wither cannot be found naturally you must build it and if we examine what the wither is actually made of which is the literal trapped souls in the form of soul sand as well as the skull of a cursed life-sapping skeleton we may get some hint at this creature's origin so one popular theory is that the ancient builders actually like invented the way to construct the wither because if you know is that as uh, your player character, you can create like iron golems in a similar right. fashion, and you can create yeah. snow golems in a similar fashion. So possibly is that the builders created the wither skeleton for some reason. Whether that was either on accident or as a way to obtain nether stars. Or maybe the nether stars are just a byproduct and that the wither was actually just built as a weapon. It could have been built as a weapon. They're just but, trying to wipe out the villagers. The old, oh, the, yeah. The, the terrible villager that The huge yeah. war back in the day of the builders versus the villagers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it was bloody, and they, the builders sacrificed the last of their kind to win the fight and destroyed themselves but set the villagers back into a stone age. Jeez, ridiculous. man. The war that you're creating, you should like write a book on this or something. It was brutal. <laughs> But uh, one of the most uh, in-depth theories, and I thought this theory was just really good. I think uh, the game theorist, uh, that YouTube channel that I talked before about, had an excellent video on this. And the host of that channel was MatPat, and he proposed that the builders constructed the wither on accident after they had tried to resurrect their fallen brethren through the combination of soul sand and wither skeletons, kind of like combining a body and a soul, you know, trying to re like mash together those two things to create what I mean, had been lost, you know, the life. I understand the use of the wither or sorry, of the soul sand. It makes sense. It's like it's a material that naturally soaks up souls. So it makes mm-hmm. sense to use it as a conduit of trying to bring a soul back to life. But why would you try and use the head of a cursed skeleton as another piece of that conduit? That makes like I feel like if you're using that as the part, you're always gonna bring back something that's cursed, something mm-hmm. that's terrible. It's never gonna be a good situation. Well, interestingly enough, uh, to kind of expound more upon this theory, I believe is that uh, the builders had traveled to the Nether as a way to like gain resources and. Right they had just ended up living there. And so they buried their dead in the nether rack, which is just kind of like the Uh abundant resource in the game. And as their bodies of their dead decomposed, they decomposed into soul sand. And then the skeleton was left as a wither skeleton, just like this cursed skeleton that would roam about their like fortresses trying to like continue its job, you know? And so they tried to bring them back uh, through like magic and stuff but this ended up kind of backfiring for them yeah no doubt as he continues to theorize is that the builder's construction of the wither is what led to the builder's abandonment of the overworld as it might have rampaged uncontrollably destroying their great structures and killing countless of countless numbers of them driving them to escape to the end which is a whole other topic Jeez. of Oof. them in the end <laughs> That's a little bit of a cliffhanger. Maybe for another time. Very interesting. Now, the question uh, is, what happened to that wither that they summoned? Because like, if they didn't kill it and they just kind of mm-hmm. ran away, it's not in the game until you summon it. So where did that original wither go? Did it just die of old age uh, eventually? Could have died of old age, but that's where another one of the... Um, the other YouTube channels I was talking about before, uh, Retro Gaming now talked about, is that he didn't think that they actually were uh, killed by the Wither, but instead just like farmed Withers for the Nether Stars. <laughs> and so, you know, did was there like a, a rampaging apocalypse of Withers in the overworld of Minecraft that led to the builders escaping? And then maybe the Withers just died off because they had no more souls to suck. They'd killed literally everything. I don't know. It's 
It's hard to say, man. All right, idea. Maybe they Go summoned the first wither on accident. Okay. Then they it rampaged around the world because they weren't prepared. They didn't. They weren't ready to try and take on something like that. Freaked out and ran. Came back later, all kitted out now. Killed that wither that was running around after it destroyed all of their stuff. And then they realized, oh crap, dude, that thing just dropped like a really cool like gem. We mm-hmm. can do this now that we've proven now we're strong enough. We can do this over again, and we can just farm. So then they just started doing it over and over again, and it just caused like this endless plague of monsters on the regular world. And they're like, ah, who cares? We've already left the regular world, so we can cause this place to fall into disrepair. Jeez, man, <laughs> this is so like interesting, man. I love your theories. I'm like, holy crap, the world. It's it's a waiting dark and scary place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when's it coming out, man? Give me a release date. But um just all in all, I think that the like the wither has been one of the most intriguing bundle of a couple of blocks that I have ever seen in game. <laughs> like it's such like a simple design. And probably when they created it, they didn't intend for it to be anything other than like a uh the logical like boss level wither right. skeleton you know and just uh this extra boss that you could fight after killing the ender dragon but you know the community just got it and they just ran with it they went freaking wild bro seriously <laughs> i mean so it is crazy. a cool thing to get behind so i can get the attraction to it yeah and like honestly like i don't know after diving into this the Perhaps the some of my favorite lore uh, of like certain medias is where there's a sheer absence of any type of concrete lore. It just makes right. for some of like the most fun and riveting lore discussions I've mm-hmm. I've had or I've been like privy to listening to, and it's just so cool, man. Absolutely. Like, if you want to think about it, I don't want to beat that guy, but this is kind of like the same. Uh, way that Dark Souls lore has encapsulated and almost obsessed people, you know? True, yeah. Is that there is, like, so little to go on, but just peeling apart that mystery little by little, looking into every nook and cranny, every placement of, like, loot, you know, and, like, just looking at context clues and seeing what you can get out of it and making a theory out of that that probably has no real concrete basis, but it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. You know? I mean, it makes the, that property, like whether it's a game or a movie or whatever, so much more interesting. I mean, if, if as long as you're able to get into it and really like understand it, at least at a surface level at first, then as you start to learn and get it into it, like really start to dig into the lore behind the game or the movie, it makes it so much more interesting and so rewarding to be mm-hmm. able to get that information because you've actually like worked for it. Way more than oh, like exactly. a movie that like I like Tells I don't you, love yeah. it when you like yeah a movie just starts out or like a game starts out and just like all right here's forty minutes of exposition and like a little dump of here's everything going on all right mm-hmm. isn't our world cool it's like I mean yeah but I just feel like I just got went through a class in school so I don't I'm not crazy about it I didn't yeah. have to do anything for that. I, I feel like both types of lore have their places. But sure, absolutely. I but do just think one is so much more satisfying to get. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's that satisfaction of piecing together the mystery. It's almost kind of like true crime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which is super interesting. But I don't know. Like, honestly, I I really just absolutely love this episode. Like, I truly think that Minecraft lore is whatever you make it to be. And I think it's especially special because Very. that's what it is. But Far more in-depth and, honestly, it's it's more existent than I thought it was. I didn't oh. think it existed at all, let alone... That it was I, me too, man. Like, like I was saying, I didn't expect, like, much lore to be on any of these bosses at all when I went into it. And then, uh, like, after a while, I was like, whoa... <laughs> I have way too much information on just one <laughs> boss. There's, yeah. I didn't expect to want to play Minecraft after this episode. So there you go. There you we're go. all kind of in an awkward situation. 
<laughs> yeah, time to go build some withers, man. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> totally, 100%. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, We're going to do a Twitch gaming channel sometime? There you go. That'll be it. I don't know. Oh, well. But um, that's all that we have for you guys this episode, though. But thank you so much for listening. As always, just huge thanks. Like, um, it's the new year now, and... It's just a great time to be Good making podcasts. Live, listening yeah. to podcasts. You know yeah. what they say. Sharing podcasts with your friends. <laughs> new year, new Minecraft. We're excited for Minecraft 2 coming out. I mean, honestly, they're doing some pretty exciting <laughs> updates to the game. It's pretty interesting. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, thank you all and check out our tiktok you know some great tiktoks going on some old classics as well if you're old looking classics. for more monster content go there um and other than that drop us a a rating you know if you if you feel that we're worthy of it we'd very much appreciate that yeah bad or good let us know how we can improve yeah. preferably good. good preferably good but... you know if you can find it in your heart to leave a good one, that's great. But otherwise, if you, <laughs> all you've got left is bad reviews. I mean, I'll take mean, anything. We're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we will yeah, catch we you guys next week with another hot, hot episode of Lore. <laughs>